Welcome back. We're going to continue our conversation from our last podcast, talking about being kingdom-minded. And so without further ado, let's go right into it. Thank you for joining us again under the fig tree. Principles and these uh, uh, kingdom edicts. Yeah. And we've turned them into political issues. Wow. Right? Wow, that's that's a great that's We've a taken great these God-said things. And we've turned that into political hot topics Wow! to where we can weigh in and give our opinion as if our opinion matters. Wow. Right? If you want to give your opinion, that's perfectly fine. But here's the thing. One, I'm going to give you another key to being kingdom-minded, okay? We serve one king, and all of our opinions, all of our opinions have to be submitted to that king. Yes. He speaks truth, not facts. Right. There's a yes. difference. Yes. He speaks truth and not facts. And all of our opinions, all of all, all that other stuff, they have to be submitted to that truth. Yes. Right. So they can't override truth. I just got pricked one day uh, and God kind of let me know you've already sown. Let somebody else water. Oh, wow. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. Let somebody else water. Yeah. Been there. And um, I was like, you know what? I got you. So now, you know, we have the conversations coming on. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting into that. Right. You know, yeah, I'm not no. getting into that with you. Yeah. It's just, you know, my job is over there. So yeah. now it's time for somebody else to water and then right. God will give the increase. And, and God will give, give the increase. And I had to learn that. So yeah. no, that's good, man. Well, be reminded of it. I keep saying, learn that. I knew it. I think that's why God had to say, Hey, look, <laughs> your job's over here. Man. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome, man. There's a scripture that comes to mind, Troy, Colossians 1, verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness Mm -hmm. and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. That's a great scripture. It is. It's so good. I want to read it again. Who has (laughs) delivered us, talking about Jesus, obviously, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Yeah. We've been translated. So look at the irony of having accepted Jesus Christ as your savior and then being translated from this realm, from this kingdom, mm-hmm. from this basilia into the realm, the kingdom, the basilia, the machine of the Lord. Right. But don't know it. Yeah. Look at the irony. Yeah, man. But don't know it. In God's mind, it's already happened. You accepted my son. Mm-hmm. You get to be a what we many times refer to as a kingdom citizen. You get to be a kingdom citizen now. You know, one day the Lord, the Lord painted this picture for me, Troy, of concerning salvation and it was so it was kind of almost comical in a sense but it was sad as well because what what he what he painted for me in my mind was a delivery person like FedEx or UPS or somebody like that right delivering a box to my front door Mm -hmm. it has my name on it I sign for the box I bring it into my home I open the box, and the first thing I see is salvation. 
I'm so happy to have salvation uh-huh. that I go, I take salvation out the top of the box and I go running off. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for salvation. Right. And and it's almost like, okay, and then I spend years, or he spends years trying to get me to go back and see what else is in the box. I that's that's the scripture I think about when I think about God uh, painting that picture for me. Colossians right. 1.13. I've already been translated from this kingdom to my father's kingdom, yeah. which is where I originated from, remember? Right. But all I got was salvation that was in the top of the box. The box is huge. There's all kinds of goodies in the box. <laughs> I went running off because, hey, I'm saved now. I'm not going to hell. Yippee. <laughs> and it's like he spent years and years and years and years and years and years and years trying to get me to go back to the box and pull out everything else that came with my salvation package. That's 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 an issue for a lot of believers. Oh, man. Dude. That's an issue for a lot of believers. Um, I think that's such a great picture. Man, oh man, there's all kinds of stuff in the box that came with your salvation. You know, it's almost like the manual. You know, you order something and you open the box. Nine out of ten times, the manual is going to be right on the top. They want you to see it first. They want you to go in and look at that before you start trying to put it together and hurt yourself or, you know, (laughs) blow something up, right? If it's electric or electronic. So most of the time when you open a package like that, the manual is right on top. Yeah. And he gave me this picture, man. Open the box. It says salvation in big, beautiful letters. But I go running, and he spends years trying to get me. And it's like, and I'm talking about me. This is my own personal journey, right? Finally came back to the box. Yeah. And I'm finding kingdom citizenship stuff. Yeah. That I left in the box for years. Yeah, there's dominion in that box. There's dominion in that box. Healing in the box. There's yeah. health. Yeah, man. There's supernatural health yeah. in the box. There's wisdom in the box. Yeah, man. There is his kind of success in the box. Oh, oh. I don't, okay, okay, y'all. <laughs> there's a cross with my name on it. It's in that box, too. In the box. Yeah. Yeah. But there's strength in the box to get up on my cross yeah, man. the way he got up on his. I love that. And it's all in the box. And God is right now trying to, he's trying to get his people. Hey, y'all, go back to the box. There's other stuff in the box that's going to help you out. I love that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, sorry, I get all of that out of Colossians 1. No, that's 13. a lot in there, man. <laughs> There's a lot in there. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful picture of it. There's so much that God wants to give to us. I will. Uh, one thing about being in this Western Hemisphere, we don't understand kingdom too much. Mm-hmm. We don't understand kingdom too much. Yeah, it's not the way we operate. No, you know? and and in a vast majority of the world, I would I would say is, you know, coming away from that mentality as well. That that monarch mentality. Yes. Um, we we live in a democratic system. And I am one, I, I'm just going to tell you how I see it. If democracy was the best form of government, the kingdom of God would be a democracy. 
That's really good. You know, great point. Uh, but it's not. It's not. It is very much so a theocracy. Mm. Uh, we have a king who is God, and we answer to this one king. Yes. Uh, many of you are listening, and listen. I'm just one. I'm just going to be quite honest. In the kingdom of God, there are no political parties. There's no political Ooh. affiliations. In Can the you of God. say that for the people in the back? Can you say <laughs> that again? I just want to make sure the people in the back got that. This is one of the things. Look, there are no political affiliations in the kingdom of God. None. Um, we have to recognize one thing, and and I would caution people in this: don't allow the democratic system to disrupt how you're supposed to function in the kingdom. Wow. Wow. Don't allow this democratic system to disrupt how you function in the kingdom. There is a way that we're supposed to function in the kingdom that doesn't come by way of democracy. Yes. We don't get a vote. The king tells us what to do and we go do it. It's, it's, wow. it's really that simple. Uh, if you don't like it, right, you have an option to go serve another king I guarantee you don't want to serve him. I tell you what, you don't. So in this democratic system, there's a lot of things that we are really trying to pull from this world into the system, yeah. into the kingdom mentality. But when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said on earth as it is in heaven, not yes. in heaven as it is on earth. That's right. So we don't take this earthly world and shove it into the kingdom. We take the kingdom and expand it here in this world. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's a mentality that we have to break. There are some things that we we deal with because we, we have been Americanized <laughs> because yes. we're Americans, right? Yes. Um, and we're in this Western hemisphere. So even if there's some Canadians listening and stuff like yeah. that, we, we, we think differently than what this book yeah. teaches, right? Yes. And and that's fine. I get that. But we have we can't get away from that. Yeah. We're not, it's not an independent thought altogether. But what we have to do is adopt that way of a thinking and tie it to our way of thinking yeah. without compromising either. Yeah. Which sure. is a, a weird balance it, there, right? There's a weird balance. But we have to understand our, our job here in the kingdom is not to make the kingdom like the United States of America or right. make the kingdom like Canada or make the kingdom like any other nation. This kingdom is not of this world yeah. and it's not supposed to be of this world. Right. Jesus tells us in scripture that we're not supposed to love this world or anything in this world. So right. when he's saying that, he's talking about the world system. So when we look at political parties, we look at all these other social agendas and all yep. this kind of, all this stuff and things of this world. Yep. And we hold fast to those things uh, at the sake of losing place or losing a uh, uh, position, I should say, and being able to function in the kingdom. Let all that other stuff go. It has nothing to do with God anyway. Yes. It has nothing to do with him or his kingdom. Or I'm going to say it, and I'll say this loud now so the people in the back can hear. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your purpose of being here. Wow. Nothing. Wow. So these are things that we have to let go of and not try to drag these things into the kingdom. But let the, king, the kingdom has its own culture. Yes. We don't need other cultures coming into the kingdom. We need to assimilate to the culture of the kingdom. Yes. We don't mind ethnicities. We love the ethnicities. We need those. Right. We need everybody, but leave your culture out. Well, you know, and, and, and I'm glad you brought up the point about the ethnicity because as you were speaking, I, I was I was I was thinking about Oh boy, this might get me in trouble, this one. But, <laughs> it's okay. But it's okay. 
I might have just one, got myself. In <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. One of the one of the one of the great issues that I see within the body of Christ today is that people tend to you just said it. We tend to try all we can to take precepts, concepts, constructs even from this world system and try to mesh them or in some way make them a part of the Father's kingdom. Yeah. That led me to one day realizing, and and I'll say it about myself, so if it hurts a little bit for the, anybody listening, just know that I was ta- I'm talking about <laughs> me, okay? So... But it led me one day to, to come to this conclusion. And, it, and the conclusion was totally from the Lord. You have been black first. Yeah. And you now have to be kingdom first. Yeah. And I began to look around. And there's people who are white first. Who say they know Jesus. Who say they love the Lord. Yeah. I don't doubt that. It's just that when we put culture and nationality and skin color and political agendas yeah, and you know what I'm saying? And all of these different things that are part of this basilia, mm-hmm. this machine. Yeah. And we try to make that or mesh that with God's kingdom. Yeah. That becomes a huge issue. And I remember when the Lord began to deal with me with, you're, you're, you're black first. You can't be black first and be and be a kingdom and be fully kingdom-minded. You Gotta can't be, be first. white first. Yeah. You have to be a son first. Yeah. For now are we the sons of God. That's right. And yet it still does not appear fully what we shall fully be. But when we see him, that that's my next point, mm-hmm. because the Bible talks about seek ye first yeah, the man. kingdom. I know you need all these things, right? But seek first the kingdom. The Lord said to me one day, Troy, he said, he said, what's the first three letters in seek? Definitely see. S-E-E. <laughs> yeah. He said, until you, uh, until you begin to attempt to see the kingdom. Amen. You'll never seek the kingdom. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Until you begin to endeavor to see. Remember, we were talking about how, um, and and at this point, I don't even remember if it was at the beginning of this conversation or our last (laughs) podcast, but I'll say it again for the listeners. We we mentioned a little earlier about um, how God calibrates your eyes. Right, right. Your first encounter with him, he immediately begins to calibrate your eyes. And so that's where that came from. Later, he was still calibrating my eyes when he began to tell me, hey, you say you love me, but you're black first. Your white brothers say they love me, but they're still white first. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Your, 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 your political brothers and sisters say they love me. We have people of God in the politics, right? Yeah, but they're, sure. But, but they're political first. Yeah. They're party first. Can't be party first. You can't be. You got to be son first. You have to yeah. be kingdom of God 
first. Absolutely. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And and the truth of the matter is, Troy, is that you beat your head against the wall, per se, trying to make it work and not understand why it won't work. And it's because you haven't made... Colossians 1 13. You haven't you haven't accepted the translation yeah, man. from this kingdom to, to his the kingdom. kingdom. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You got we got to be able to see that. One of my favorite passages, it'll lend itself to that same train of thought. I beseech you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, Boy. holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable act of worship, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, and be not conformed to this, this world, world, but be transformed. Transformed from where? From this world. How? Boy. By renewing By your mind. By your renewing your mind. Yeah. So when, when we, again, you know, we race first. We can't be that. That's, that's being conformed to this world. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my political party, for, well, no, you can't be that because that's being conformed to this world. Mm-hmm. Right? One thing that God showed my me, denomination first. Oh man, because that's that's of this world. That's of this world. Has nothing to do with kingdom. Nothing has nothing to do with kingdom. Nothing to do with heaven. Has nothing to do with angels. Nothing. <laughs> it has it has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with kingdom. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. Like you just said, I I was I was uh, um, studying one time, and and one thing that that the Lord showed me when I was studying Romans twelve. Uh, when it got down to the, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, is he showed me this. He said that you know uh, uh, when you're conformed to this world, you only value people that are like you. Oh, my. When you're conformed to this world, you only value people that are like you. Wow. You won't place value on people that aren't like you. Wow. But when you're transformed, then there is a, there's a, there's a high value on Diversity. Yes. Right? Yes. There's a high value on diversity at that yeah. point when you're transformed. Yeah. Because you have you you understand everybody's not going to be like you. Yeah. But they're going to be valued by the Father yes. just like you just are. Just like you. And right. when you conform to this world, you're gonna you, you we have this tribal mentality. Yeah. When you conform to this world, it's a yeah. tribal mentality. And yeah. I have to I'm we're here in North Carolina in this area. I yeah. grew up in North Carolina. I, I had a commander one time when I was out in Kansas. He was from North Carolina, and mm-hmm. he and I were talking after a basketball game one time, and he said, well, I'm from the eastern part of North Carolina. I, told him, I grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Then he got quiet for a second, and the first thing he asked me, Carolina or Duke? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Tribe. Tribal mentality, right? <laughs> and we have that, you know. I won't mention what hat you have <laughs> on right now. We'll just keep talking. <laughs> so that was the first thing he asked, Carolina or Duke? You know, because we have this, tri- in this world, we have this tribal mentality yeah. that we place value on people who are like us, yes. who think like us, yes. who see like us, and all. And that's not what the kingdom is. Right. The kingdom is, we conform to the kingdom, right? Yeah. We're going to be like the king. We're not going to be like one another. We're right. going to be like him. Right. And we have to recognize that. And 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 on a, on a, on a much, much, much higher level, you might even be able to say, that's the true tribe. It is. Right? It is. That's the true effect of being in a true holy tribe. Yeah, man. Is that color is too low. It's way too low. Political agenda is too low. Way too low. Uh, gender too is low. too low. We're all sons of God now. Yeah. Male, female, guys, for listening, male, female, 
doesn't matter. Still the Bible son. says, you know, for now, now are we the sons of God? Obviously, he wasn't just talking about men. He was really referring to being an heir. Yeah. So even females, when God calls you son, he's not disrespecting your gender. He's talking about something much higher. I just want to throw that out there. You know, uh, he's talking about something much higher, which is being an heir of God, joint heir with Jesus Christ. But when he says, now are we the sons of God, man, that trumps everything. Yeah. That trumps everything. Yeah, man. When you talked about, you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, the idea of going to the next level. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I you know, and I just, I, I got a little something in my, what they say in North Carolina or in the Carolinas, I got something stuck in my craw. Craw. <laughs> concerning, <laughs> yeah, you man. know, going to the next level. Yeah. When you and I and the people who are listening and the world at large who, who believe in or come to believe in this Jesus that we've been talking about. Yeah. When we finally get the eyes calibrated correctly, allow Jesus to do the work of calibration, you'll stop talking about next levels. Absolutely. Because you'll finally see that you're at the highest level that exists because you'll finally understand that we're seated in heavenly places with and by Christ Jesus. That's right. And so life stops being life down here, right? Mm -hmm. In the world, not of the world, right? That's right. We're here. So life down here stops being about trying to get or attain to some other greater level. Yeah. And becomes about the value that you were just talking about, where now I value everybody. That's right. I value everything. There's no throwaways. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's no secondaries. I stop. This is a word I like to use. It's a medical term for those of you that are out there. You'll know this. You'll understand it. I stop triaging uh, yeah. people where the love of God is concerned. Yeah, man. We all do it. If we're just going to be real honest, we all have lived there where we look at a person before they even get close up on us, right? And we've determined how much of ourselves, if any, we're going to give that person. Yes, sir. We triage the love of God all the time. And God is wanting to bring us to a place where we see value. We place value. That doesn't mean I'm going to open my whole life up and have some creep no. follow me home or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have some creepy person who ain't there yet, right? Yeah, I'm not man. talking about that. All things being equal and all things being balanced. But the position of the heart, because the Lord knows, the Spirit of God knows where your heart is. That's right. Right? So the position of the heart when you're dealing with people in everyday life. That's right. Are you triaging or are you offering all that you are being the water hose and really offering all that he is through you? That's right. That's what it comes down to. It's kingdom. That's kingdom, dude. Yeah, that's kingdom. That's kingdom, man. I give you what I have because I have it to give. I give you what I have <laughs> because I have it to give and it's my nature to do so. Yeah. That's God. Absolutely. God is good, not in response to us. Oh, my goodness. Guys, y'all need to hear this. Yeah, you do. God is good, not in response to us. God is good because he chooses to be good. That's right. That's right. I, there's nothing else for me to say. <laughs> That's I can period <laughs> at the end of that. 
God is good because he chooses to be. One of the greatest lessons I've learned so far walking with the Lord is that I can choose to be good because it's my nature, because I choose to be. And that way, if I encounter somebody who's not so good, I'm not going to respond to them and change who I am. I'm going to continue to be good good. because that makes me more like him. That's right. What you're talking about is exactly what I explained to people. Once you profess Christ in this world, people watch you. And they're only watching for one thing, and that is consistency. Consistency. They're watching for consistency. They want to see how consistent you are in all these different situations and stuff like that. And when you can show them consistency, then you show them God. One thing that the the Hebrew people would say, and still to this day, the Lord God is one. Yeah. The Lord God is one. And what they're saying is he is consistent. He's consistent. He is consistent. He He doesn't waver. He doesn't change. The Lord God is one. And that's, you know, this is kind of how we line up our lives. Wow. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do we do that? We do that through God's word and we adopt the mind of Christ. Yeah. That's what gets us to that point. So I I love talking kingdom. Uh, This is always fun for me. You know, I love doing the podcast anyway. When we start talking kingdom. Yeah, man. Um, and we may have to pick this up at another time. I, I think we might. There's a, lot there's a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> like I said earlier, man, I got 12 people trying to talk to me right now. I got 52 scriptures popping in my head. <laughs> it's like, wait your turn. Wait your turn. <laughs> we'll, we'll call this a, a huge intro then, I guess. Awesome. Sounds <laughs> and we'll, good. We'll do it that way. But this is Troy. This is Bruce. And we thank you so much for joining us here under the fig tree.